0: Welcome to another IdahoSports.com prepcast presented by our good friends at Project Filter. When you're ready to quit, they'll show you how. I'm Paul Kingsbury. He is Brandon Hill. And, uh, and there's a lot going on, Brandon. They're getting ready for the holiday. Um, there's a lot of Christmas tournaments happening right now. There's wrestling tournaments going on. A lot of stuff going on. Boys basketball, girls basketball, wrestling. And we're here in the middle of it all, trying to get it all wrapped up before we head out. To our own little destinations for christmas and take a break
1: yeah i mean it was definitely an exciting time especially after football season got over trying to get you know previews for every single basketball team that stayed you know up and running and you know getting kind of all of our ducks in a row for the winter season and before you know it christmas is here and the girls basketball season's half over so it kind of happened in the blink of an eye you know what it is they really jam pack a lot of the girls season into that last
0: week or two of november and december and then it spread out over the, the month of january but, yeah, you, you look at the, the rankings right now, uh, and girls are, you know, they've played 11, 12 games already. Yeah. And uh, and so just in a, in a blink of an eye, all of a sudden, we're going to be at state tournaments yeah. um, after the New Year. So first up, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the third sport going on, wrestling. Wrestling um, is, is something that I, I enjoy um, covering. We've kind of backed off at Idaho Sports the last few years. We used to run IdahoWrestlingNews.com. It got too busy to run two websites during the winter um and then you know track wrestling came out which did you know does a great job covering it and and we decided to bring rankings back Um, idosports.com is really the only place you can get coaches polls for you know football soccer volleyball basketball well now we're adding wrestling to the mix of the coaches polls and so those should be coming out i'm hoping in the next week or two um Logistics with that one, yeah. um, with getting you know combining 2A and 1A schools, because there's 5A, 4A, 3A, and then 1A is combined with 2A in wrestling. Um, and so a couple things, anyway, logistically we're getting those out. And I'm also making a, a big push to get individual rankings again. Um, and, and that's something that we, we did with IdahoWrestlingNews.com. We had a rankings crew. And so I, I basically have a casting call out. We have 5A, and or excuse me, 4A and 3A. We don't have 5A and 2A. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, anybody that is listening to this considers themselves a pseudo expert um, in the state of Idaho with wrestling in 5A or 2A, email me. Let me know. Editor, IdahoSports.com. Love to have you on the rankings crew. Uh, now, one thing that you might have seen on the site, there's some new names underneath some of those articles. Um, we're, we're busy getting new writers, getting new, new blood coming into the mix.
1: And Brandon is heading that, that up. Brandon, tell us a little about what, what we're doing, how we're doing it, and why we're doing it. Yeah, so you might have seen on social media our call not only for the wrestling crew, but uh, just for some like free, freelance reporters. Um, there's only so much that that you and I and some of our other guys can do. We right. have a couple people um, working for us right now that kind of put together, you know, a little a little profile or a feature on a team or something. And we we did pretty good during basketball, or uh, excuse me, during football season. Uh, but heading into you know the winter sports, where there's just there's so many teams across a really big state like Idaho. Yeah. We need people across the state. Who are well versed in their areas and in their sports—girls basketball, boys basketball, and wrestling—who can put together something, you know, easily digestible—a a profile on a player who maybe had a record game after coming back from an injury, right. or you know, a couple players who who bonded over the past couple years and are really great friends, a coach, maybe, um, you know, just any kind of story, interesting tidbits of information that are kind of unique to your area that you feel like you could write a news-style article on—we'd love to have that. Uh, so you can email me, Brandon, at idahosports.com. Um, maybe just, like, attach any kind of clips you have, any, you know, examples of your writing, a resume if you have it. But honestly, we're just kind of looking for anyone and everyone to kind of help contribute because, you know, idahosports.com isn't just run by by you and, then, and helped by me. It's a kind of a community of people ingesting this content and, and also producing it and giving it to people across the state who can enjoy it.
0: And I think that's really been the appeal of IdahoSports.com as it's kind of grown into that community um, for the past 20 years or so, um, you know, people have grown up with it. You know, the the kids we were covering now have kids. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, it's fun to be a part of and, and we want to expand that, grow it, evolve it. And we're doing that in a lot of different areas. I mean, there's a lot going on behind the scenes um, where we're adding some things, changing some things, uh, creating new things that are going to be pretty darn exciting coming out over the next year or
1: so. Um, some might call it game changing. <laughs> I, I hope so. We got some good ideas. Yeah. We've had some people contact me over email, being like, you know, hey, I have some great ideas this is what I wanna write about. So yeah, be on the lookout for those new names and some some interesting, unique storylines that you might not catch in your, your Idaho Statesman's or your, your Times News's. Right. Who do a fantastic job. yeah. But, you know, we, we want to cover, like like you said,
0: little stuff mm-hmm. um, and, and big stuff. Yeah. But we want those stories that, that, uh, that you're not going to get anywhere else. And exactly. I think Idaho sports is the perfect place for that. So the, the main point of the prep cast this week, we're going to be talking about boys basketball, girls basketball, talking about where they are in the current coaches' polls, compared to the end of the year last year on the brackets, just to see where those teams that finished, you know, champions, second place, third place, consolation, where they're at right now, uh, effectively almost midway through the season. Okay, And and we'll probably revisit this once we get into January and, and keep track of things. But just as a fun thing, the coaches' polls, like we said, come out. The boys' comes out every Tuesday afternoon. And the girls' poll comes out. Well, Wednesday at 4 in the morning, uh, <laughs> if it was this week. Hopefully it comes out earlier than that from now on. Uh, so Tuesday and Wednesday are when the boys and girls uh, coach, uh, well, the coaches' polls come out earlier than that. Sorry, those are the media polls. The coaches' polls come out early in the week. Yeah, um, the coaches are on top of it. The media number is not so much. We aren't. <laughs> we're, we're just not. I mean, you know, I'm here in the office. Yeah. Going, oh, shoot, my, my, my votes are due in three <laughs> and a half minutes. And Mike LaClama just texted me. Oh, shoot. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. So every week, I mean, you can get all sorts of rankings and, and polls uh, with us, of course. But we're, so let's let's start at the 5 as 5A girls basketball. So in the 5A's last year, Eagle they won the championship over Mountain View, 51-47. Timberline won third place. Lake City consolation champions. Let's take a look at the polls this year. The the yeah the girls coaches poll. Excuse me. Timberline's number one. So Timberline comes out gets. Um, Third place last year. Well, mm-hmm. that's, that's called trending upwards yeah. in, in the market speak. Um, but then after that, Eagle, uh, they got others receiving votes. So there was a drop off. I mean, Eagle had that, that class of studs that came through softball, uh, basketball, everything, kind of do everything. And, and now some, there's some new blood in there. Um, you know, Timberline number one, Boise, Boise and Timberline actually tied for number one. I'm not always a fan of that. <laughs> um, Mountain View third, Meridian four, and Lake City. At number five, so Lake City on the bracket last year. Meridian was on the bracket. They went. They played Lake City for that consolation championship. Mountain View played Eagle for the championship. Boise played Timberline. So everybody there was on the bracket last year. So not mm-hmm. a lot of changes there. One thing is Coeur d'Alene is kind of sneaking back onto the scene. Yeah. On, on the scene this year, getting some votes, uh, media poll especially. So keep an eye on the Coeur d'Alene's of the world in the girls. I mean, years ago, Coeur d'Alene girls basketball was dominant year in, year out, um, and it's kind of evened out up there. So in the 5A's girls
1: basketball, it's
0: you know looks to be right now a Timberline show, but you never know.
1: Yeah, and, and speaking of Boise, you know, getting bumped by Eagle last year in the tournament this year, I think if they were to play again, that result would be reversed. Yeah. And looking at, you know, we have photo galleries up on, on the website looking through uh, some of the Boise girls basketball photos. That team is huge, man. They got some, some killer athletes on that yeah. team. So I would – not want to go up against the Boise Brave right now. And Kim Bridges does a great job at Boise. Um, quote, friend of the program and girls basketball,
0: big supporter. And so, you know, Boise year in and year out is always one of those teams that, that you look at. Yeah. Let's take a look at the 4A's in the girls uh, basketball realm. So 4A Century, can't say enough about Century. Uh, reigning champions, number one with 12 first place votes. Um, Bonneville number two. Now, Bonneville, very good team this year. Bonneville, as of when this poll was done, 7-0. and um, they weren't even in the tournament last year. Mm-hmm. And so coming out this year, uh, you know, coming in at number two, Blackfoot, consolation champion last year at number three. Preston and Jerome at four and five, they weren't on the bracket last year. So a lot of new blood. Uh, you know, Bonneville, Preston, Jerome in the top five weren't even on the bracket last
1: year. Yeah, but I mean, when you look back at the history, Bonneville has, you know, a, re- a reputation of of being a, a pretty good basketball program yep. in both boys and girls. And so, yeah, seeing them not on the bracket last year, kind of a surprise. But it's it's you know predictable to see them back up in the in the top echelon again. Right. And and with with these uh, coaches polls, there's always the others receiving
0: votes, and mm-hmm. it's always fun to to see. How many other teams receive votes when coaches like to vote for themselves, and <laughs> and, uh, and so others receiving votes. I think Foray was probably the most in boys and girls. Middleton, Twin Falls, Caldwell, Cuna, Burley, Skyline, Wood River, Bishop Kelly, and Pocatello yeah. all also receiving votes uh, for the top five teams in the state. So um, after the, all these Christmas tournaments that are happening, Timberline tournament, you know, all around the state. I think things will uh, settle a little bit, mm-hmm. and, and maybe there'll be a change, you know, every week by by a step or two. But, you know, heading after the new year, we'll kind of take reevaluate that one. So heading into three A's, three A's is one that everybody just goes Where, where's Sugar Salem at? Exactly. <laughs> you know, they, they won last year. You know, Macy Fillmore, uh, absolutely incredible player, champion. Of course, they played Parma. Parma is in second place this year. Uh, third place last year was Timberlake. They're in third place this year. Uh, Teton at four, Kellogg at five, they weren't, I guess Teton made the tournament, Kellogg did not, Bonner's Ferry made it last year, so your one, two, three in on the uh, in the poll this year was one, two, three on the bracket last year.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting to see sometimes how different classifications um, kind of go back and forth when it comes to predictability about how good each team is. We saw that in football, like foray a kind of the whole year, you had Keene at the top, but then you know, spots two through five were always right. in flux every single week. And then you went down to 3A, and it was kind of the same every single week in those polls. Kind of the yep. same here with the girls' basketball. Sugar Salem, Holmdale. Yep. You know, every week was right. kind of the same exactly.
0: in, in football. And, until it came to the RPI, and then all of a sudden Holmdale was <laughs> number one. Who has any Which, idea how that works? Yeah. Yeah. Completely different prep cast. <laughs> all right. Let's go to the two ways. The uh, near and dear to my heart, the two-way classification. Go Grims. Last year, Soda Springs. Let's talk Soda Springs for a minute, Brandon. Soda Springs lost to Sugar Salem 55 to 25 on November 10th, 2017. Okay. After that, they went 54 and 0, yeah, until November 22nd where they lost to Sugar Salem 57 to 49. In between there they won 54 straight games. So they won the 3rd place game in 2017, back-to-back championships in 18 and 19 and ranked number 1 this year to do it again and they are beating teams that are, you know, classifications ahead of them right now. It's a darn good basketball team in Soda Springs.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure they wish they could have that the, the asterisk on that, that broken, undefeated streak when you have to play the top team in a 3A right? division or, or classification. But yeah, I mean, you take out those two losses by, by or, uh, against Sugar Salem, I don't know who Soda Springs loses to. Right. No, in, in the 2A
0: classification, you, you can look at it. Well, the next two down, Cole Valley and Melba. And when the, this poll came out, I actually looked at that and went, you know, I know that Cole Valley hasn't beaten Melba for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they played this week. Last night, they yep. played each other. And Coal Valley beat Melba for the first time in 11 games. So seniors that are playing for, for Cole Valley had never beaten Melba. Yeah. They're, in the, they're in the WIC, play each other every year, and they finally beat them. So when the poll came out, I went, you know, how can Coal Valley be over Melba? They haven't beaten. <laughs> well, turns out the coaches know what they're talking about. Exactly. Cole Valley got actually three first-place votes, Melba at number three. Now Grangeville at number four and Ryrie at five. Grangeville played Malad for the consolation championship last year, and Ryrie went two and out. Yeah. Um, so Ryrie back strong at number five. Others receiving votes: Declo, Nampa Christian, Bear Lake, and Aberdeen. So the uh, the two-way classification, I think, is Soda Springs to lose. Yeah, uh, and I don't think there's I don't think any other team would take offense to that. I think that everybody knows that the Cardinals have this massive target on their back.
1: Yeah, it, but, you know, it's always dangerous when you have dynasties built like that where, like you said, everyone wants to beat them, and that kind of gives you yeah. a little bit of extra motivation. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the, uh, the end of the season shakes out. All right, let's go to the 1A-D1s.
0: Kind of one of my favorite classifications. It's a fun one. I like the small school. So Lapway right now, eight first-place votes in number one, and Prairie at number two. They played for third last year um, in, that, in the 1A-D1 bracket. Lapway won 67-64 in a close one. Mm-hmm. Grace got a first place vote. Grace was the consolation champion. Rimrock was on the bracket, went two and out, and Liberty Charter also went two and out. So four and five went two and out, and your one, two, and three were third place in consolation. So Shoshone and Genesee, that played for the championship, yeah. have absolutely no votes. I think that's the only classification, boys and girls, where
1: where that happened this, so far. That's incredible. And you know, you gotta wonder what happened. You know, you know, graduation can take a toll on teams and, and there's so many different factors that can happen in the off season where you know, you might have a really great squad one year and then you're right. left to rebuild the next year. And so Yep. But you know what? I think I think Shoshone, tough start to the season, but you know, can't ever count them out, especially when you're a defending champion. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's high school sports. Yeah. You, you know, it's
0: it's kinda like a box of chocolates. You really <laughs> never know what you're gonna get, even year to year. Yeah. So all right. Heading into the 1A, D2s, the smallest classification. Of course, Tri-Valley ranked number one. They weren't even in the tournament last year. Uh, so Tri-Valley comes out big with three first-place votes. Kerry, the champion, last year. They're in second. Rockland went two and out last year. Kendrick wasn't, oh, they, I'm sorry, they went and lost to Genesis Prep in the Constellation, and Mackie missed the tournament. And so your number one team in the 1A, D2s right now at 9-1 and one as of the 17th. Not even in the tournament last year,
1: and now they're ranked number one. Yeah, I know. Uh, so every week when we put out the coaches poll, I like pull some uh, school logos and put it into the graphic for the thumbnail on the on the website. Yeah. First time I'd ever even touched Tri Valley's logo in any sport <laughs> since I started. And I was like, hey, there, there you go, someone I haven't seen before. There it's they pretty... are. Yeah, the the sports programs there. You know,
0: obviously it's a combination of you know Midvale, Cambridge, and then the Indian Valley mm-hmm. areas. That's where they get Tri Valley from. Um, so it's a lot of rural kids that come together and, and play together. And, and so Tri-Valley had a really good football team a couple of years ago. Um, this year, they've got a really good girls basketball team, apparently. So looking forward to seeing how that progresses um, as they go through. In the 182s, you know, Salmon River got votes, Lighthouse Christian, Nez Perce, Camas County, Lakeside, Deary, Timberline, Showband, Council, Logos. So another one of those kind of like the forays with a lot of teams getting votes. Yep. Um, and so as the season goes on, that, the, the list of teams also getting votes shrinks mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you can't vote for a team that's, you know, <laughs> two and 16 at that point. So we'll see how that goes. So there's our girls um, overview between the state tournament last year and the coaches poll this year. We're going to take a quick break and come back with the boys. This is the auto prep cast presented by project filter. We'll be right back.
1: My name is Lisa and I
0: smoked for 16 years before I finally quit. When I was a smoker, I didn't want to do things that wouldn't allow me to smoke. I never went on a field trip with either one of my children. All the field trips to the zoo, I missed all of that because that little round stick was controlling so much of my life. Now I can do any of that stuff. It doesn't matter. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit projectfilter.org. Welcome back to the IdahoSports.com PrepCast. Again, I'm Paul Kingsbury, and he is Brandon Hill. We want to thank Project Filter, the sponsor of the PrepCast, for everything they do. Remember, if you're ready to quit, they'll show you how. All right, we went through the girls. Let's do the boys now, Brandon. First up in the coaches' poll, Rocky Mountain, 10 first-place votes. Bora with one. So last year in the tournament, of course, Bora won. Uh, They beat Madison by 12 to win the championship. Rocky Mountain beat Mountain View by a lot to mm-hmm. get the Constellation. Post Falls got third place. So now you've got the, the Constellation champion in first, the actual returning champion in second. Rigby is in third, and Rigby lost to Post Falls in that third place game, and Post Falls number four, and then Meridian. And Meridian kind of came out of nowhere. You know, they were on the bracket last year. Yeah. Um, and if you're 5ASIC and you weren't on the bracket, you know most of the teams get on the bracket in the 5ASIC. Yeah. And so you know Meridian coming out 6-1 and one as of the 17th when this came out, getting a fifth-place vote over Eagle, Madison, teams like Mountain View. Uh, so Meridian is going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to actually get to one of their games and just watch a game and see what all the, uh, the hubbub is about yeah. uh, with Meridian. So it's, it's, it's cool to see that. But other than that, you've really got your Rocky Mountains, your Boars, Rigby, of course, your your football champions, athletes are athletes, tends to transfer over. And Post Falls, Post Falls bringing guys back. Colby Gillette, um, Jeanette, excuse me, had a huge monster dunk that we shared on social media um, this week. So, you know, led by um, him, Post Falls could really
1: make some noise in the state tournament as well. Yeah, it's interesting to see. Those one and two spots really intrigued me, seeing as the media poll, Bora took the number one spot. And it was kind of split between their first place votes. You got to wonder what the coaches in the SIC, especially, see in Rocky Mountain over Bora. What, right. What's going on there? Oh yeah, and and you know Rocky Mountain, you know I think Rocky Mountain has uh,
0: an, an an air of excellence mm-hmm. um, just because of everything they've done. And so you know you, people look at Rocky Mountain and go, well, and, and they're good. I mean yeah. they they've you know they've done really really well the last few years. So coming out. Bora were overlooked during the football season. Mm -hmm. Um, And they came out and won games that people early on didn't expect. And when you have an Austin Bolt on your team, you can't really (laughs) count anything out. I mean, they lost Ellis Magnuson um, playing uh, for Washington, I believe now. Mm -hmm. Um, Eastern Washington, excuse me. Um, I believe. No no emails if I'm wrong. (laughs) Uh, But he's doing well there, I know. And so losing a big player like that, you kind of expect to drop down a little bit. Well, all of a sudden, you know, there's... They're still uh, ranked number two in the state. They got a first-place vote. Might have been their coach. <laughs> never know. You never know. Never know that. But uh, the 5A is always, you know, it's always interesting to watch how that goes. And, and like we said, after the first of the year, I think that 5A really settles, settles down. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. All right, 4As. 4A boys. Last year, champion Idaho Falls. Uh, that was kind of a, that was one of the best games of the whole tournament, the championship game. Overtime between Preston and Idaho Falls. Uh, Preston is in first place right now. The coaches poll with five votes, uh, Middleton in second with six first place votes, then Pocatello, Burley, and then Idaho falls. Now Idaho falls, they lost Paul Wilson, six foot 11. Uh, he played what he described the best three games of his life, uh, at the tournament, which is if you're going to do it, yeah. do it at the tournament. Good timing. Um, he's red shirting for college of Idaho. Now, um, they're feeding him some sandwiches and they have him in the weight room. <laughs> Hoping to pack on a few pounds. He's going to be a great player for the Yotes. Uh, that's going to be uh, fun to watch him there in Caldwell. Uh, but Idaho Falls, I didn't expect to see in the top five at all. I mean, it was, it was a pretty good drop off, I thought. Mm-hmm. But having them, you know, two and one as of um, this, it's not really a, a good bellwether to two and one. Yeah. I guess they can be in the top five because they won the championship. Yeah. Uh, but underneath them, you know, Minico, Blackfoot, Lakeland, Century, Nampa are teams, other teams receiving votes you know, Burley missed the tournament. They're number four in the poll so far. Pocatello missed the tournament. They, uh, they're at number three. Middleton went two and out last year. They have six first place votes. So a lot of teams turned it around yeah. after last year.
1: Yeah. And especially you look at number five with Idaho Falls, only 11 points, less than half of number four Burley with 26. Yeah. You got to wonder how close, how many points does Minico, Blackfoot, Lakeland have? How close are they to that 11 point mark to maybe breaking that top five? Right. And And I had a chance to watch Burley play a couple of weeks ago when I was down there and And
0: they're good. They're very good. Mm -hmm. So uh, they just come from a huge conference. Yeah, Uh, You know, that great base in 10, it's a big conference. Mm -hmm. And so uh, getting out, you have to be tough. And, you know, you've got the the centuries, like I said. You've got Burley and Minico. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I watched Jerome last night um, play. And they've got a lot of youth. They've got some really good youth players. There's this, I I didn't know his name. I didn't have a roster. I called him Big Red, big, (laughs) tall, red-headed kid, nailing threes. And I, I finally saw a roster. He's a sophomore. And the point guard's a freshman. Yeah. And so Jerome's going to be making some noise, uh, making some predictions in a year or two. Uh, watch out for the Tigers, by the way, um, just as a heads up. So there's our 4A. Let's go ahead and swing on down to the 3As. We're right in the middle of boys' basketball now. Fruitland at number one. Fruitland lost to Sugar Salem in the championship by 10 last year. And they, they lost to Sugar Salem, who's at number two. They both have four first-place votes right now. Kimberly is at number three and Kimberly won third place. So there's your one, two, three. Mm-hmm. One two three at state, one, two, three in the poll right now. South Fremont didn't make the tournament last year, at number four. And Teton at number five did not make the tournament last year. Other teams receiving votes Snake River, Weezer, American Falls, Parma, uh, Priest River, interesting, and Kellogg. And so, you know, the three eight, it's kind of got that one, two, three, four feel to it. Yeah. Um, you know, with 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 those teams coming back. But again, you've got your top two and even Kimberly, and everybody
1: else I think is playing catch up yeah, yeah, when you have those top heavy conferences like that it's it's interesting to see you know how the rankings shake out with those those yeah. four and those fives, it is because yeah, they have like Teton seven points, so it's like Teton has seven points. The rest of these teams in the others receiving votes category could all have six. Right. So it's, it could be just neck and neck, and they just – Right. Slim margin. It's gets ahead. But there's only only five slots. Yeah. <laughs> and so you got to be put somewhere. Yep.
0: All right, let's head to the two ways now of the boys uh, in boys basketball. Last year, your champion, North Fremont, um, they beat uh, St. Mary's in an overtime game. And I, I – uh, Clay Hatfield and I called the two-way tournament. St. Mary's had a chance to win it in regulation – at the buzzer basically with a layup and, yeah. and the kid missed it and you just felt terrible. You, you know, it's one of those things that, I mean, you don't forget it, you know? And, and so St. Mary's goes on into overtime ends up losing. I mean, I, I felt sick for the kid. Yeah. I, I really did. But North Fremont, I was happy for uh, just because of the historic uh, win they had. Um, and so it, it was a fun game. It, it was one of those that really sucks. Somebody had to lose you know yeah. that's a cliche but it really did two really good teams good great teams not just in playing but in character personality to the coaches the towns are fantastic and so coming back this year we even talked about it in football um you know North Fremont loses you know Garrett Hawks uh Bridger Lentz Ober Hansley loses these studs from last year and so everybody kind of expected ah let's settle back down middle mm-hmm. of the pack well they ended up losing to McCall. They were undefeated coming into McCall in the semis, I think. You yep. and I went to that game. Yep. And they lost to McCall, ended up being 11-1, and 1, something like that. Well, here they are in basketball, ranked number one in the state, 4-0 and as of the 17th, again, and St. Mary's at number two. So the top two teams last year, top two teams this year, Bear Lake in third. Bear Lake got consolation championship, and then followed up by Melba and Nampa Christian, two WIC teams who missed a tournament last year. Last year, the WIC sent Marsing and Coal Valley. Um, and so you've got Melba with actually two number two votes. Um, Coal Valley, Westside, West J, McCall, and New Plymouth all have extra votes. New Plymouth, I think, is a team that, that uh, you can watch. They're playing in that College of Idaho tournament, mm-hmm. the truckstop.com tournament yeah. this week. Um, keep an eye on them, I think. Uh, but really, we're, uh, you know, we're kind of looking at like what we did a few of the others, where one, two, three are sitting up here, and then a couple steps below are everybody else.
1: Yeah, it's also interesting to see when you look at where they were ranked a week ago in the the previous column. Only uh, North Fremont, Bear Lake, and Melba made appearances in the top five. St. Mary's and Ampe Christian were left out last week, so you got to wonder what happened between last week and this week that got them back in that top five. Right, and you know St. Mary's four and O, so is North
0: Fremont. Um, St. Mary's is, is a north team, mm-hmm. and 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 even North Fremont is a far east team, but. Uh, you know, when when you talk about North Idaho, you know, they feel like they're they're excluded, you know, and and they're not excluded. They're just away. Yeah. And and even though, gosh, I love North Idaho. You know, I love going to Kellogg the brawl for the ball with them in St. Mary's and the fight for the fish, which I think might be tonight uh, between Lake City and, and Coeur d'Alene. But there's just not as much knowledge coming out of the north as I, as I guess there's there's a dam between, uh, you know, Grangeville and and Riggins, yeah. that just stops the flow of information coming, coming down to the South. And so, you know, the Quarterly Press does a great job. Bonner's, uh, the, the Daily Bee does a great job. But it, it, there's just that lack of info about teams they play. They, te- they play teams uh, in Washington quite yeah. a bit. Um, and so it's really hard to gauge
1: how good these North teams are until they get into conference play and, and, and play teams that maybe we know more about. Yeah, it's really tough, especially, like, I previewed some of the weekend games coming up here for boys basketball, Mm -hmm. and, yeah, it's like you look at their losses, and you're like, well, all their losses came against out-of-state teams, and we don't really know a lot about, you know, Shadle Park or some of these other teams from, like, the Spokane area that these northern teams are playing so, it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to judge how good they are when their losses and wins come from teams that you've never heard of. Unfortunately, the IdahoSports.com, uh Coeur d'Alene
0: annex is still under construction, so we don't, have, <laughs> we don't have that yet up there. One day. One day. One day we will. So All right, let's move on to the 1A D1s of the uh, boys' basketball uh, classification. So the 1A's, last year Prairie won. They beat Potlatch uh, by eight in the championship. Ambrose, Consolation. Lapway got third place. Taking a look at the coaches poll this week, Ambrose... Five and zero, eight first place votes. Again, they were the consolation champion in first place. Now Potlatch is in number two with two two first place votes. They lost to Prairie in the championship. Lapway got third. They're in third. Oakley missed the tournament. They're in fourth. And Liberty Charter lost to Ambrose in that consolation. So you know everybody but Oakley played state tournament basketball last year, yeah. and so they're all kind of back in there now. You know to see Prairie not not in that top five, is weird because mm-hmm. um, you always see that. But, you know, they lost Spencer uh, Spencer Shoemaker, Devin uh, Ross. I mean, they lost good players last year. And so, you know, they're kind of middle of the pack right now, three and three, I think, somewhere in there. Um, and so, you know, you can always gauge that. Butte County, a lot of great players. And so this AD um, one through five, I think is, is – they're going to have more shakeup, I think, than any other classification, boys or, or girls heading into until probably the maybe even the, the third week of January um, for the boys as teams play each other, lose, play, win, play, win, records change. I think you're going to see most, the most movement out of 1801 boys. Yeah,
1: and going off of you know, the teams that, that weren't in the rankings last week, Liberty Charter, we had a chance to see them during that small mm-hmm. school showcase uh, at Mountain View High School last weekend. And, yeah, they looked, they looked fast. They looked capable of scoring from anywhere on the court, and their defense looked pretty stout. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how all these 1A-D1 schools perform at the end of the season. All right, let's take a look at the smallest classification, 1A-D2. So
0: last year, Lighthouse came out as the state champions. They beat Garden Valley. Uh, Genesis Prep got third. And Salmon River, the Savages, were the consolation champions. So this, this year right now, Lighthouse Christian, defending champs, are in first. Garden Valley, second place last year. They're in second. Genesis Prep got third there and fourth. But then you got Lakeside, who's in third place. 4-0 as of as of then. I think they actually beat Mullen last night big. Uh, and then Camas County. Camas County, we also saw. Uh, you know, Trey Smith came out and played, you know, very well. They're 4-0 um, as of the 17th. So Camas County uh, was not on the tournament. And Lakeside was not in the tournament last year. But Lakeside... You know, if, if I was to go out and, and pick a dark horse sleeper out of all six classifications, I'm going to say it's Lakeside. And Lakeside's another, North Idaho, um, and, and, and you don't, it's very, very, very small school. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they don't make a lot of noise. They're there, you see them on the schedules, every year to year, they, they don't make a lot of noise. This year, they're coming out 4-0 right now, a very good team, from what I understand, you know, I'm talking to people. So Lakeside... You heard it here first. Lakeside (laughs) could be making some noise. I would not be
1: surprised to see them not only make state, but actually do pretty well at state. Yeah, they only got 27 points uh, in the overall uh, rankings compared to Lighthouse Christians 44, who was in first place, but they both got five first place votes. So I think there's a couple coaches out there who definitely agree with you. Yep. Yeah. And we'll all be really smart when state tournament time comes,
0: or (laughs) someone will point this out when it comes and go, hey, you were wrong. It happens. All right. Those are our, you know, boys and girls basketball overviews. Uh, We're about midway through the season. We'll take a quick break, come back, talk a little bit of wrestling, maybe some football signings. You're listening to the PrepCast presented by Project Filter.
1: This is something that's totally in all of our control and that's what really motivated me to quit smoking.
0: I quit for myself but it was a good thing that I did because I had too much to lose.
1: I'm glad that I quit
0: and I don't ever want to be there again, it's just not worth it.
1: Each year, hundreds of Idahoans quit smoking. Get help or share your quit story. Visit projectfilter.org.
0: Welcome back to the IdahoSports.com PrepCast. I'm Paul Kingsbury. He is the Brandon Hill. Let's talk a little bit of wrestling. We have basketball out of the way. We got the pumpkin pushers gone. That's what the wrestlers call basketball players, Brandon. Uh, Raleigh Lane coming up this week, January third and fourth. Raleigh Lane is is a tournament that I was involved with early on, uh, like years before we were webcasting. Um, Stuart Vickers, um, I would go out there to, I think it was East Middle School where where he was an admin, and we'd talk about seedings and we'd talk about this and that, and and then we we started posting results online, which was cool. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if most other media companies had websites at the time and then we, you know, I had photographers coming and, and then we started actually webcasting and, and, and it was one of those that was just every year, mm-hmm. uh, it was a pleasure to be a part of, uh, Todd Katie, um, was, you know, the, he's the brainchild behind it and, and everything. And, and so this year we, you know, we kind of stepped back when we, when we stepped back from our wrestling coverage. And so Raleigh Lane's a tournament that I'd really like to get back into being a part of, um, in some way or another. Uh, Todd Katie let me know that uh, there's right close to 90 teams coming to this this tournament. If I counted right, six different states, uh, California, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Nevada, and another state. <laughs> uh, and so there's six of them going to be there from from everywhere. And uh, it's always a fun tournament. They have a second chance tournament. There's also a, another tournament going on at Mountain View the same weekend. So if teams um, have uh, wrestlers that maybe don't have as much experience they can go to that mountain view tournament so this raleigh lane tournament is kind of it, it's become uh, a very top-notch uh, revered tournament in the country as far as uh, you know rankings go and, and to see how things um, happen so raleigh lane wrestling tournament january 3rd and 4th we have uh, one of our new writers is actually going to be covering it uh, tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah so this guy uh, brett ballard reached out to me he's uh, also a ui grad I uh, played long snapper. Won't hold that the against him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, he was really excited. He had some really good, in- interesting ideas. And he said he was really excited to write about uh wrestling and hockey, which is awesome because of the two sports that uh, maybe I don't know a lot about, wrestling right. and hockey are the two that I'm probably not as well versed in. But every time I watch either a wrestling match or a hockey match, I'm always like, man, why don't I watch this more? This is right. really exciting. Um So Yeah. He is going to, I don't know exactly what he's, he''s we haven't worked out the details about what he's going to be covering but he said he's really excited for for Raleigh Lane and that he's going to be going to be putting something together for us all right so uh, watch the site for that like I said we really want to do
0: more wrestling coverage um, with polls rankings uh, editorial content and the whatnot so check out that now let's let's talk about I mean football's done mm-hmm. I get that you know it was done the 21st I guess the next week were the shrine games but Football's basically done until this week, and that's when the signings happen. It's not just for football. Yeah. You know, you're talking football, volleyball, soccer, baseball, softball, all the signings. Uh, but football always, they, they, like, they like the spotlight. Yeah. You know, football always kind of bumps everybody else out <laughs> and says, shine that on us. And so we said, okay, we'll do that too. So even though there's a lot of signings out there, mm-hmm. um, you, you looked and decided to cover two in particular
1: yeah. this week uh, on the website. Tell us about those. Yeah, so when I came to the office the first one I saw it was was Land Larson from Valley View uh, committing fully to UC Davis. Uh, I'm a Valley View grad. Um I kind of know some of Land's family, Homer. Homer. <laughs> and so and Land was one of the guys, he kind of an Austin Bolt-esque guy yeah. where when you watched him it was just so electric. And I was I was excited because I knew, you know, Bolt was probably going to take most of the media attention, so I was like I'm going to focus on Land because I know he's probably not going to get as much coverage. Um and, yeah, coming from from Idaho, I was kind of familiar with UC Davis and, and the Big Sky Conference over there in FCS play. So, yeah, I, I called Cody Hawkins, who is the, uh, the wide receivers coach and kind of heads up recruiting over there at UC Davis, son of former Boise State coach Dan Hawkins. Uh, and, man, he was just absolutely over the moon about land. He said that he was one of the best players that he's ever recruited. He said if he could bet anything or if he could bet his mortgage on anything, it'd be how good land is going to be over yeah. there for the Aggies. It was interesting, too, because he said that um, he kind of compared him to Taysom to Hill with the New Orleans Saints out of Ooh. Blackfoot. And he's like, we might not use him as you know, a traditional quarterback. He's not going to be under center every snap. But if we're down in the red zone and we need some, some gadgetry, we're going to call on land. If it's a kick return, we're going to call on land. If we need someone to go out at right receiver and keep a defense guessing, we're going to call on land. So it sounds like he's going to be doing a lot of different things for the Aggies, which is going to be exciting. Good for him. You know, we always like to see Idaho
0: kids move on. If you can play sports somewhere and and get some of your college paid for, great. He's going to UC Davis. He's going to be playing at at a good program for good coaches, doing big things, making an immediate impact. And that's always cool to see. You know, you mentioned Austin Bolt. He's going to BSU, uh, you know, and he's going to make an impact. Um, there Uh, so it's fun to see Idaho players going on Mm -hmm. and this time of year is always fun you know the other um, that that you talked
1: about was Keegan Thompson and Keegan Thompson he didn't have a bad year either yeah no defending you know 5A (laughs) state championship quarterback and we covered that game uh, and wow yeah I we hadn't watched a lot of rugby football we didn't really have stats we weren't really familiar with how their offense worked they didn't communicate a lot with us when we asked for info before the
0: broadcast they're
1: uh, they're shy over there in (laughs) eastern Idaho and but, yeah, watching that game and watching just his, like, sheer leadership and yeah. how he just led that team down the field. He had a great running game in Brigham Youngstrom and a great O-line. But, yeah, he just – you could tell that when the Trojans were on the field, they were all looking at him. Yep. And so um, our our new writer, Robert Reeve, kind of – he's over there in that rugby area. He does some, some medical work with the school. So he was able to actually go to the, the signing event and take some photos and, and interview some people, talk to Coach Gonzalez – and he said, Yeah, you know, of all the people that the Idaho State is bringing on, especially for the quarterback position, Keegan Thompson, he's not going to be there until 2022. He's got an LDS mission first that he's going to go uh-huh. on. But when he comes back, I think, I think the Bengals are going to be really excited about what he brings to the table.
0: You know, what's exciting about that is ISU recruiting Eastern Idaho kids. I know for a long time, um, I would look at, at ISU and go, Why aren't you recruiting some of these guys? Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I can't remember, I think it was football. I can't remember if it was football or basketball. They didn't have any Idaho kids on their roster. Yeah, and and so you know uh, Pauline Theros, the AD there now, I mean she's she's changed everything for for the better. I mean yeah. she's she's awesome, and and of course you know it trickles down from there. The coaches are doing a great job, but it just you know College of Idaho, they recruit Idaho kids. I mean the bulk of their rosters mm-hmm. are Idaho kids. Well, what does that do for your program? One, you're recruiting good kids. I mean you have to recruit talent. Yes, yeah. it's, it's your job, mm-hmm. right? But you rank if, if when you recruit local kids like a Keegan Thompson in Eastern Idaho, yeah. your gate goes up, exactly. Your, your attendance goes up because yeah. you've got local kids, family, fans, alumnus, all these different factors come into play when you recruit local kids. And if there's talent to do it, I I I don't want you to recruit a, a fourth string guy mm-hmm. because he's you know he's from the Pocatello area. That doesn't make sense as a coach. Yeah, but if you've got a stud athlete that says, yeah, I want to go to ISU. You grab him, and you give him whatever he wants. I mean, yeah. you don't have the booster club buy him a tractor or anything, <laughs> but, but you get him there, you know, whatever it takes legally to do. And, and so to get Keegan Thompson there, I think it's a great choice for him. Um, you know, anytime you can stay close, play in front of your family, your friends, play for a school that I'm going to guess he's rooted for over mm. the years as being a local team. I don't know a lot of people that root for I- ISU. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Getting spent. When Sven was here, it was fun to make ISU jokes. Now I make U of I jokes, and they're both equally deserved. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun uh, to watch him once he gets back from his mission, gets back into it, uh, and and goes. So you know, I think that's one one of the guys we will be kind of keeping an eye on over the next couple of years.
1: Yeah, and, and Drew Gunter and DeQuan Lang uh, from Century also committed to to ISU. There you go. So yeah, three guys from Idaho Eastern Idaho High schools playing for an Eastern Idaho College. That's fantastic. Pretty Love cool. it. Yeah. Well, that's it. That is the prep prepcast. It was fun as always. We're going to be taking
0: a, a break um, during the holiday season. Um, we're, we'll be back with uh, the week of the 7th um, was when we'll be back. As far as the rankings will come out that week, again, the coaches' polls. Um, we're hoping to have individual wrestling rankings. Again, if you're interested, email me um, if you're 5A or 2A inclined. So let me know. So a very, very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year to everybody. We hope that uh, your 2020 was just, is just as good as 2019 was. We'll see you in the new year, everybody.